2: Hello everyone, welcome to the Redman TV, Steve here introducing a clip from our JNO Insight show. I had Neil Jones from Goal.com in studio like we do every single week and yeah I asked Neil about Liverpool's potential agreement with Matthias Nunez and what's going on around that one so yeah check out what Neil had to say. Mateus Nunes. Then let's, we've just talked about them briefly. So this is one of those relatively strange story. It feels like so it came from um, John Pearson, Sam Wallace I- in the Telegraph. He said that Liverpool have made the commitment to go back in for Mateus Nunes, and as things stand, the deal will be agreed around 50 million euros or 44 million pounds for him to join in the summer. It was in this story they go on to say, and I'm paraphrasing here, Liverpool tried to get him in the summer, or were thinking about. Tra- at least they, they, they used the term there was a roadblock, which again, we, we, whatever that is. So then, as agent got into to Wolves, with like a, it almost looked like like a an agreement between all parties, you just can have him, but Liverpool can have him when they want him, kind of thing. Is that is that kind of yeah things together? I
1: mean, listen, first thing to say is it's that's a that's a live story. You know, those two putting their name to that, you can trust that story. You know, I don't want to I don't want to go all sort of Anfield edition? Do they do that with the medals? Do they put the, the <laughs> Someone goal? does. Someone does that, whoever that is. Sorry if I got you wrong there. But I don't want to go down that. Green, look. red, top yeah, yeah, the, ground, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I think we can, that's a green, you know, in a sense. Piers, that, he, John Percy's as connected as you can get. He, that's the Wolves angle, I yeah. imagine, as well. Sam Wallace is pretty pretty well connected as well, so y- I think you can... Y- you it's know, Mendes, isn't the agent? You Mendes, he's, he's, he's a guest of few clients. I mean, Wolves, it's sort of there. There's a little bit of an acceptance with that with Wolves' policy. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's ever happened sort of as dramatically as that. But there's an acceptance that these players are just passing through, and you know, you're not gonna sort of, you're not gonna be building statues. Maybe, maybe Ruben Nevers is is a, a, a example the opposite way in that sense. But I don't think he's my
2: other transfer point. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, but you you know, you look at Jota being a, an example. I think I think had he not injured himself terribly, I think well, him and Earth probably would have moved on. Um, at that point, you know, there's others that maybe haven't even um, sort of they're not, they're not fresh in the mind. I don't know. So was on the move, yeah. Another player who's you know, yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he does does move. I think Eight he's another one who I mean, I think he's a really good player, but I think he's another one that will be prime for a move if he carries on developing. So they 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 sort of accept that, you know, if you're going to get players dropped on you as they do. You know, your job is sort of to just make them as good as you can for the time being and then wave them goodbye and get the next, the next wave in.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save ten percent on your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E L P. Um, I, I, the, I mean, Nunes is an interesting one in, in particular because he was linked, obviously, in the summer, and there was a there was a bit of you know. Sort of clamour for Liverpool to, to get him done. He ended up. The problem was he, he joined Wolves so late in the window that he ended up playing for Sporting Lisbon before before the window closed. So that puts the roadblock in there in the sense of he can't play for Liverpool. Um, if they signed him if he signed him now, he, he could be registered, but he couldn't play. So he's got to stay at Wolves. And I mean, I, I suppose w- what, why does it make sense to, to sign Mateus Nunes? His age, um, his pedigree. Oh, talent, I think we should probably shouldn't even discuss that kind of thing when we're talking about transfers because we should take it as red They're all talented, but if you know the price, if you know the price and you know the player's demands and his agents and, and what, what it's going to cost you, that's that's I think that's a big. Tick in the box really for Liverpool because it enables them to plan everything else around it. So if you know that you've got, you know, you're not going to have to go and sort of meet a release clause. We've seen with Enzo Fernandez for example, or you know, you're not going to sort of end up in a position where it's like, wow, this has got big. You know, this this has this has really sort of got into a sixty seventy million pound as could potentially happen with someone like Moises Casado um, or Declan Rice. You know, if you're looking at that, you 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 don't really know what you're going to even Bellingham to a degree. So I think that's why it would make sense, and obviously as well, you've also given him, even if it's bad experience, and he hasn't had a great time at Wolves. You know, he played last night, should have scored last night actually, um, but he hasn't had a, he hasn't set the world alight at Wolves. He's done a, he's done sort of okay, but even that experience is very very valuable for him. You know, he's got twelve months of English football, twelve months of English living, twelve months of language and whatever else that you know you can benefit from it. You know I, you if you've got a doubt about it, if you say, he oh, he's at Wolves, you know, I'd sort of use Javier Mascarano maybe as the sort of... If the, he knew they were going anyway. The comparison, yeah. you know, like you know, listen, you know, let him go and sort of, let him go and, I don't know, make the mistakes or, you know, shovel, shovel the, you know what, at West Ham and then we'll we'll have him when we can. You know, maybe that'll be the sort of the thinking behind it, but yeah, it's an interesting, interesting story, great story from, from Sam and, and John and, you know, hopefully a very good player for Liverpool in the summer but <laughs> the problem is he doesn't help them now. That, the and that's the thing we've always they got a good reception Saturday anyway won't
2: they you? yeah, you're, you're the thought do you remember when Alisson turned up for that friend yeah. of Brazil and Croatia I
1: remember Virgil playing when he it was sort Standard of Yeah, I
2: remember I, I took my son to that, that game like, yeah, he that. And yeah. was like why are we all clapping Brazil's
1: goal he was like it's probably going to be our goal yeah, in a few yeah. weeks I remember it, that
2: on this newness thing we've always I think the general acceptance has been Bellingham or who the one Bellingham we know that Bellingham a mid-tierish sign in terms of transfer fees which forty four million pounds kind of is these days. It used to be our record sign it's not now it it, it gets you a squad player essentially and then maybe like you said the opportunist like the free sign or the little yeah. or,
1: or or the project player like or, or by Chetich Chetich is coming yeah. through it,
2: yeah. it, so it all it all adds up but like I said, going back to it is that that's the summer the summer's the summer like Liverpool. Does the, do the plans change If they're not in Champions League does, How does that affect Does Drew Bellingham Want to play for Liverpool If Liverpool are Sixth in the league And, and nowhere near anything and, and Real Madrid beat them in the, in the first time They got into a knockout that's the, that's the The here and now of it Is that sound That's the summer We, we can yeah. get to it Liverpool they, they might go Well look what happened With Virgil van Dijk It was sound we waited And we got there And it worked out But From, from a, from a There'll be supporters Watching and listening to this now And I think I'm in this boat too It's like yeah the summer's great don't worry about it but like we've got like loads of footy left between now the now and the summer and there's like the puck still in the Champions League if there's, you know there's, there's things still to play for and it, feel, it does feel like that, that we, yeah we need to cross that bridge but is that where you go back to that the opportunistic free or whatever it is is that that they, you could do that one in January because they're going to need three probably they're going to lose three so they're going to need to replace all of them I mean, maybe if you're Alfa used I know you wrote he's, probably, he's not going to be hanging around so there's there's Milner Chamberlain Cater mellow out of squads. I mean, we'll see how that Milner probably stays. Who knows? But yeah. either way, there's a lot to replace. So January could be the one where you go actually, the, the body. And I mean that that sounds very disrespectful yeah. to whoever it is comes in. the Squad player. Yeah, and then the other two come in the summer. It might. It might. I don't think it would have anyone jumping for joy for per se. But that might be the route we're heading towards.
1: Yeah, it could be. Or I mean, it could be, and it won't go down well. But it could be the one where you, you sort of look and go, well, do you know what? No one's injured at the moment, really, in the midfield. You know, I, the options are there now. Really, I mean, Henness has got concussion, Milner's coming back, but Fabinho's available, Keita's available, Tiago's available, Ox is available, even though it looks a little bit like he's been moved he's up a, a line, doesn't he? Keita's <laughs> is, is coming back, Maybe, he's, maybe he's in the field
2: uh, when Gappo comes in, Ox
1: is in the Yeah, field, possibly, the field. yeah, and you know Arthur could could be back by, I think, this month. So, I mean, I listen, I, that's not something I buy into in the sense of, like, it's all right, like, they're all fit, you know, I think even when they're all fit, to be honest, I think there's, there's still
2: quality issues
1: an issue of reliability and and, and suitability really of of how Liverpool are playing because we've seen I I mean in in the piece you mentioned earlier it was sort of a bit of a defence of Harvey Elliott really because he seems to be the lightning rod for criticism I, I sort of said this week I said on a show that it's almost the worst thing you can be at the moment is available you know the way Liverpool is because people are sick of you. You know people like Milner's had it for years, really. Where it's like oh, Milner again. Somebody's available. You know he's playing because he's, others are injured. Harvey Elliott's played every game this season or featured in every game this season, twenty six games, because he's been available. And you know now it's like well, sick, we're sick of him, though. No, know, you know because he's he's small and <laughs> it's yeah. But <laughs> they haven't. You know they haven't had the opportunity to to, to sort of. Often enough to play their, their their best players, and even when they have some of the best players, haven't been playing particularly well either. You know, I, I thought you know, Fabinho's had a real struggle this season. Jordan Henderson had an absolute nightmare against Leicester. I thought Thiago had an absolute nightmare against Villa. So it's not like you know,
2: Van Dijk and Brentford. Yeah,
1: Van Dijk. You know, I thought Salah was dreadful at Brentford. You know, so there's. <laughs> These issues are sort of that they're all they're always there, really, and it doesn't matter, It almost doesn't matter who plays in midfield. There's sort of there's something wrong somewhere in the team, and you know there's a, there's a finger being pointed. But the the the, um, the point I made really is sort of just how unsuitable Liverpool or how lacking like in certainty Liverpool look in the way that they're playing. You know, they they almost don't have a sort of a the fallback of just you know what. We're not playing well here today, but God, we're going to be hard to play against. They actually look, they actually look pretty easy to play against, you know. Yeah. And if you think back to that first sort of hour at Fulham on the first first weekend of the season, and that's sort of been the blueprint for for teams, hasn't it? You know, get right into them, get amongst them, put them on their backside, you know, in in the midfield, counter attack on them, and they can't run, and you can't, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know you can bully them a little bit, and you can sort of you'll get chances. In the game, and every team that's played against Liverpool, really, but with the exception of Bournemouth, you know they've had chances against them, and there's, there's yeah. been moments where you've thought, "Oh God, that was a big save," or that you know I'm glad he didn't control that one, or you know that 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 was a if he'd played the ball right there, that was they were in. So that it's so consistent, isn't it? And you you look at you know on the again, there's a lot of half empty, half full sort of. Conundrums in it. I've got you know. If you want a half full, all the games that they've lost this season, at some point they've been right in the game, and you've thought, go on, go and win it, Forest." You know, Leeds one one, Arsenal get back twice to two two, Manchester United. You know, they were they were two one, and, and I, if they'd have scored earlier in the game, you'd have thought actually United were were, were weak there. You know, maybe right, Napoli. We'll take Napoli out of the equation as well. Bar and really, you know, I can't. Not many games that you've thought. They never had a chance of winning. And that on the game. flip
2: side, even the ones they won, they've left to the go in first. Yeah, so they, they well, have exactly. So all the games
1: have sort of been semi in the balance, haven't they? Apart from you know they've dished out a couple of beatings, haven't they, to, to Rangers and, and and Bournemouth? But exactly. So it's fine margins and the the, the the sort of the certainty that you know when those when those games were in the balance over the last sort of four years. More often than not, they've won them, and and you've you know you don't really you know you might do it on the Monday after the game. You might have you know a post match sort of podcast or whatever, and you'd say do you know what we we great there. But over the course of the season, they just become sort of legend. You know that yeah, Liverpool won, went to Villa one, went to Southampton one, went to Crystal Palace one. Now it's like they might lose this. You know even at home, sometime you know even a two one against Leicester on Friday. I wouldn't have been surprised at all if Leicester had equalised. In the past, I would have been saying that's not going to happen. And even if they do, they'll probably Liverpool will probably get a third. You know, I remember the Leeds defeat? I think Jürgen said, I think he, I think he said even at one-one, it felt like the crowd thought there was a, a twist coming at the at the wrong end, and it did. And that just hasn't that hasn't been the case for for, for a long time. So it is it is worrying that that's you know not, Liverpool are now mere mortals as opposed <laughs> to this sort of super team that you know I, I, I wrote a piece earlier in the week on, on my my personal page where I said the amount I, I, I can I can name the, the, I remember them vividly I remember the journalists sort of looking at me and saying oh you know like we're getting back to 1-1 at Crystal Palace and Aston Villa where they're going to me oh they're giving you a right good game here aren't they our boys and, and you're sort of thinking I'm not worried you know That's I'm exactly not worried I remember Southampton last season second to last game of the season The team news drops and the whole world goes, oh my god! Liverpool have tossed it off. I was like, no, they haven't. They'll win. They'll win tonight. I remember them playing. I remember them playing Shrewsbury with with the kids in the cup, and telling everyone they'll win tonight. They'll win. Don't you worry about them. They will win. You can't. I don't think you can say that with any certainty now. Even to the point of this this game on the weekend, I don't think you can go into it and say they'll be fine. You you're sort of waiting to see, and even when they get into a position where it's one 0 or one one, you're still thinking, oh, there might be just a little sting in the tail, and that's what they've got to fix more than as much as the, the the personnel they've got to fix the the way that they're playing and the sort of the con, the control and the, the the certainty that they're playing with. That is sort of priority number one. Maybe it is personnel that will help fix that, but first and foremost, start playing. I was about to the say property.
2: there's there's no. One sign. I mean, one it can one sign it can just transform your team, but there isn't really. I don't think, given what we what we've been saying, like the opportunistic or the, the, the whatever sign. I can't think of anyone who's just going to wander in and just make no. that all better. It's on everyone to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I suppose as well the fact that it's the midfield makes it hard. You know, listen, Virgil van Dijk can do that, can't he? Because you know, you're not you're not dominant enough defensively, and you're not winning your headers, and you sort of you've got no leader and and, and voice back there and Virgil van Dijk comes in and he's that yeah okay Luis Diaz yeah you bring in a player who's right in form and is direct and plays you know is a match winner yeah of course that does it maybe Gakpo might prove to be it and and listen another thing that I think does get lost in amongst all the analysis including by people like me is just the difference it makes scoring the first goal in a game and maybe Gakpo becomes that man, the jotter
0: to, the Jota can't
1: turn aside. How many times did Jota last season? You know, you might start the game and be like, oh, God, they're only having a good go here. one nil Jota. And the game just changes completely. Villa, you look at that, get the first goal. Makes such a difference, doesn't it? You know, even that means that even when Villa have their spell, you're still, you're still head of the game. If Liverpool score first at Brentford, I think probably they go on and win the game. You'd hope they would. Maybe Gakpo becomes that player that just... The first chance that, that comes in the game it gets taken and Liverpool was could. feel a little bit more secure I mean that seems to be his strength whatever you know what, I, what I've seen of him but what I've spoken to people about I spoke to his personal coach and he I said what was his what's his, the first thing that you say you don't need to touch and he said his finishing It's fine his finishing or his last last action is just that's fine that's all taken care of what they've worked on is everything around that in terms of you know positional play where to be on the pitch understanding awareness so, you know, but some one player might not be able to transform this team. Maybe he, maybe well, he, I can I understand make a big difference. the difference. T- I mean, t- he's going to need to, yeah, end yeah, end you know, it. that, but that's why you spend that money on, on a player, isn't it? You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be inviting a player in at, you know, 44 million pounds or 50 million euros and saying, no, come on, we'll, we'll dip him in and out. When you're in this position, it should be, you no, know, he, he goes in and, and let's see if he swims and hopefully he does. And like I say, if he can, if he can do you know, sort of what Diaz did in terms of just, just carrying on his form and just bringing a bit of positivity and, you know, energy to, to proceedings it can have a knock on effect in the sense of, you know, you, you just you've got a bit more certainty, you can play the ball a bit earlier, you know, you can sort of you can work around the front three a little bit more. Um, it's not a criticism of oxlade Chamberlain, but he's not a natural fit on the left hand side of, of the team. I thought he had a decent enough game at Brentford, but he's not you're not looking at that, that Liverpool have got a front three, really. I, I don't think. I think you're looking at it, you've got two plus Ox, and Ox is sort of doing a job. Whereas, at least if you're playing Gakpo, Nunez, Salah, or Firmino, you're looking and saying, right, Liverpool have got three potential sort of match winners there on the pitch, and that can only help.
2: Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed that one. If you want to see or indeed listen to the entire show in video or podcast form, go on over to redmenplus.com. Sign up from as little as £5 a month, and yet you'll get that show in your ears or in your face every single week with Neil, who's got the most amazing insights each and every time he steps into the studio. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat,